0: your hair is good your hair is good okay. your hair is good. so yeah so when you speak to the mic try to position it so if you want you can also like straight in the mouth okay cool yeah so when you're i mean you want to be looking at each other so you want it maybe this way like that sweet uh maybe hey, actually move more towards me and then I'll move I'll Like fall. <laughs>
1: No, you know, it's Tulum approved when it has sand on it.
0: <laughs>
1: there we go. I'm going to move it, like, right here. Is that cool? Yeah, that's good. That's Perfect.
0: Good. Let me see how we look.
1: Sweet.
0: All right. All right. So excited. Right. I, I mean, I saw the video, how it looked it looks so beautiful like behind us amazing it's so nice this tulum and it's just
1: it's a vibe
0: <laughs> so beautiful i mean we're so great not great oh, like lucky and fortunate to be here and enjoying this beautiful amazing space amazing weather you to just like
1: <sighs> should we tune in with
0: an oil oh so what is this
1: so this is a blend of essential oils. Okay. Uh, pretty much it's a concentration of different plants. So it's this is a blend with wild orange, lavender copaiba, which is a resin spearmint. I'm going to put oh. some on your hand okay. and you're just going to rub your palms together. Careful not to get in your eyes.
0: Wow. I smell it super. It's really strong. strong.
1: Yeah, this is like 70 t- percent times stronger than herbs. So that's mm. what's cool about oils is you're getting like, yeah, all in one. Just bring it to your face. Just take deep inhales. And I love opening any new experience in my life in the moment with an oil or grounding before I start.
0: Yeah. So it really
1: helps me tune in.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think the uh, the smell and the sensation helps tie that in maybe to the memory. Is that how it works or?
1: Yeah, it does. Actually, it goes straight to the amygdala and it does go to our memory center, but it also helps us become present. Ooh. so it's exactly what you're saying with the senses, which is something I've been exploring uh, a little bit before I came to Tulum, was how our senses affect our health, affect our presence, our well-being. And it's been it's been a journey unfolding here in Tulum. Mm. learning about the senses and how my, my offerings can really help us tune deeper into who we are. And, yeah.
0: Yeah, I think that uh, a lot of us are lacking in the sensory department because we're so focused on, on the on the, the logical side, on the, the what, is, what is the hemispheres? Which one is the left and the right? So
1: the left side is logical, and then the right side is more ethereal. It's, like, playful. Yeah, it is, right?
0: Right left. side. So I always thought that since left yeah the right side is the playful creative side and the left side is the analytical side
1: am i saying it backwards
0: no because uh when you write like most of us are right-handed
1: but it's the opposite
0: and it's the opposite so the left side logical. is the the logical side yeah. because we're writing and exactly. we're being we're writing so we're logical and then the left side which is what most people are not really good at using is the artistic side the creative yeah. side the passionate side and it's, it's also the
1: feminine the
0: feminine, the, oh, feminine, feminine. And the masculine oh, the, okay the right side of the brain is the feminine and the left side is the masculine or I one mean of it's those, one you of those. could you
1: could break it down like that totally yeah okay. it's a balance right you have the yin and the yang
0: okay it's exactly what we are yeah mm-hmm. i think that um i was also hearing that we you know as as men or as women we think that you know women are are have feminine energy and men have masculine energy but we actually have we both have both energies it's just a, a mixture and it's different we use it differently i, I don't know how it, how it works can you we're both we both. are
1: man we are masculine and feminine energy and it's It's actually really interesting learning about it because my perception in the past of what masculine and feminine energy was the opposite of what I've learned it to be. Mm. And so I thought when I first learned about this concept through emotional awareness and self discovery, um, was that the masculine energy is, is very forward and driven and strong. And it's like, going and going. And it's just like that, like driving force, right? And then the feminine is very receptive and it's just, it's receiving and it's like calm and and clear. And so I was working really hard because I've, my son is in Leo and i just like this very fiery, strong energy. So I was working really hard for the last few years to be more in my feminine and be more like chill and receiving. And then I realized this through a book and in some you know, grams. I've been posts. I've been reading about um the feminine energy. Actually, is turbulent and it's wild, Ooh. and it's completely crazy and it's chaotic and it doesn't have structure. And the masculine is extremely grounded and solid and receiving because it allows the feminine to be wild.
0: Oh, really?
1: It blew my mind. Right? Isn't I always it crazy? thought it was something
0: different, like the opposite yeah. or something. Me too. And wow. That's good to know. I, I never I never think of it like that. It's I always think about just yeah, feminine and masculine energy. And, and I think that like most men have a lot of uh, issues with dealing with their feminine energy, right? Or is it also the same for females? Totally. Dealing with their masculine yeah. energy.
1: Yeah, and it's it's also our environment where we were raised and how we were raised our parents. Um, cause you'll meet people that are really in their masculine men and also men that are really in their feminine mm. and same with women. You'll find women who are really in their masculine and also really in their feminine. And I think that our era and our generation, you know, we saw the woman rise and be independent and I got this and I can do this and I'm an, on, I'm a boss babe and I can lead the family. And, and that's amazing. However, I have also seen and observed how that's affected men. And how that's affected the role that men have in relationships and in the household, and for us to really have a divine, sacred union, like there has to be space for both. Right. And if the woman is taking the role of the man, it's almost emasculating to the man.
0: Mm, yeah, it's almost
1: emasculating, or it also it also like takes out their role in sacred partnership.
0: Maybe that's why a lot of men also feel lost a bit. They also feel they don't know their place anymore and um they're just they're kind of like well you know what am i supposed to they're looking they they don't really have also any male role models to look up to and and they're just kind of wandering around and and now it's the the females are kind of like taking the role and and taking charge and and seeing that hey like the man doesn't have the the what is it the the drive or the 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 way to Kind of like when you're dancing, the men are supposed to take the lead, for yeah. example. Yeah. And men aren't taking the lead anymore. I mean, we kind of have our jobs where we are thought we have to pay for everything and, and provide a financial stability. But still, we're, we're still we're still lost in the sense of we don't know how to guide our partners anymore. We, we don't know how to use um, our emotional energy to in a positive way to, to steer the relationship.
1: Totally. And I have a little bit of a hypothesis with that in seeing how women, again, lot of single moms, you know, I can only imagine what that's like for them. My mom was a single mom with her husband died when my brother was like six months and she had to raise him by herself. You know, she went back to her family until she met my dad and she was really nurturing with my brother mm. to the point that when she passed, he didn't like really. It's like he, he, she was his everything and like did so much for him that that was his rock. Right so to a degree it's like how much nurture and how much support do we want to provide our children obviously we want them to be safe and have their needs met and you know the space for them to grow but mm-hmm. then how much is it to where it's overly dominating i guess okay. to where they can't be independent and just kind of know how to lead their own
0: yeah i don't know what would you say is i mean your the, the name of your instagram is feed me health yeah what is, what is it, what's, what's healthy for you? What, what is that? Where does that come from?
1: So it's a great question. Feed me health (laughs) came, I I created this when I was like maybe 18 or 19 years old. Um, I was really seeking to create something that would be nurturing for others and helping them find their own self-nurture and self-care. So it's like feed me health. Okay. Um, that's really where it came from. It's like I'm, I'm feeding you this information, so you feed me, you feed yourself health, mm. and you learn how to like do it yourself and be independent and and really spread your own wings. Right. And okay. That's that's my goal with with my mission is to empower others,
0: to empower others. So basically, you're you're giving that you're feeding them health, but. In a sense, they're also feeding themselves. So you're giving you're giving them the nourishment that they need. Yeah. The tools, the resources,
1: the tools, resources, education. Um, It's something that it's really fun for me. I've I've always wanted to be um, in front of the camera, but not necessarily. I've done acting. I actually did acting when I was younger. I've done like some commercials, but I wanted to go deeper and have like a message with being in front of the camera and I, I enjoy it. It's really fun and uh health is just something that in my own personal journey i was like wow this is everything this is vitality this is life this is our essence so
0: health what is what is health like what's healthy what's
1: so the way i've learned to understand it it's um it's feeling balanced in who we are i like that it's feeling
0: it's feeling um you know it's strange i've never heard it said that way but that's so simple, but it's it's so right. It's balance. Yeah, it's
1: homeostasis
0: homeostasis. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Wow. i never heard of it that way. But I, I mean, I've also looked at um, um, Ayurvedic medicine and Chinese medicine. It's about balancing. But I, exactly. But when you just said it right now, I've never heard it just said so simply and so purely. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah mind, body and spirit, too. Right. It's not just your lab results. It's not just having a strong body, it's not just having good digestion because what I've realized over the years too, it's like our mental and spiritual state, like that's the true essence. Mm -hmm. And when you're in a good vibrational state with, with your own spirit and with who you are, everything else is going to reflect that. And so your body, the physical side of us is a reflection of our spiritual and emotional state because Mm -hmm. we are the creators of our reality.
0: So does does our physical affect our our spiritual side? I mean, it can.
1: But I think um, our our spirit and our emotional state has a direct effect on our physical and people think it's backwards. Right. So I fell and I hurt myself. Now my spirit is down. Now my emotions are down. But what were my emotional, what was my emotional state before I fell? Mm. What was I doing that created the need for my body to be hurt and say, slow down?
0: So you right? think that you created that situation where you fell?
1: We are the creators of everything.
0: So you're, you're saying that everything that happens in our lives, we're the ones creating, whether it's... We're co-creating it. Co-creating We're it.
1: co-creating with spirit, with life, with God the universe a hundred thousand percent
0: okay nice. we are
1: the creators and that can be almost scary to people because that asks us to take ownership and responsibility for Mm. everything that we're doing
0: i feel like a lot of people don't want to take responsibility for for things so they want to say that no no these things happen to me they're out of my control yeah but what you're saying is that actually no everything that's happened to you is within your control actually you're the one responsible for everything that's happened in your life yeah wow and that's That's also I mean, it's a mind blowing thing, but it's also it's also an awakening. It's it's it's, it's you're the one creating your life
1: and to tie it all back, I think last year with the pandemic, we've seen more people numbing and more people choosing to do drugs and alcohol and just like pop pills and just escape. Right. Mm. Or like escape the reality of what we collectively have created. Right. Because it's to say like, well, mm. I, why did I create this reality? Like, why am I in a pandemic? Well, we all created it because we are all one. Right. And so now that polarity, cause everything is polar, just like masculine, feminine, yin and yang. We have those that are going deeper into numbing and those that are waking up. Mm-hmm. those that are becoming more sensitive
0: to what who we are. So you're seeing the world is becoming more polarized or where more extreme where it's been, it's been more polarized, it's
1: been becoming that.
0: Yeah. Why, why do you say that? Is it because we're choosing it or?
1: I think it's part of the process. Okay. I think I personally, I think it's part of the process. Um, I, for some reason, about 10 years ago, I understood that there was a new earth coming, a new world coming. Um, I didn't know what the details looked like. I just remember tapping into communities that were really conscious. And for so long when I discovered health and that I wanted to work in health, I was wanting to work in more holistic health and alternative health because the system, the Western system is not the best for every single problem that we have, right? Right. It
0: has specific things that it can handle. Exactly but it's only specific. It's not the entire holistic view.
1: Exactly. And so for a long time, I was like wanting to fight the system and be like, well, the way you're doing it, it's not like this. We need to do it that way. And I was like going at it from that angle of like trying to change something that simply is until my friend, dear, dear friend, not sure if you know him, Kevin Walton, um, Source Radiance on Instagram. He, he was like, well, why do we have to try to fight the system? Why don't we just create a new one? Ooh. And I was like, heaven, like, yeah, and I'm going to be leading like this revolution of like self-healing through our own conscious awareness. And so that's kind of where my path has really guided me. And then last year when the pandemic happened, I sat in a really beautiful peyote ceremony um, and I just literally saw the 3D world crumble before my very eyes right in March, like in the beginning of March. And I was like, oh, shit like this is the beginning this is the new earth is forming right now wow and we are the creators and we are the ones to step into showing a new path and showing a new way for others
0: so can you talk about more of this peyote ceremony with how, yeah. how do you pronounce it pe- 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 peyote peyote mm-hmm. so for people who don't know what it is or yeah. don't know what it's like or
1: Yeah. So it's a plant medicine. It's a cactus. Uh, it comes originally from Mexico area, this region. Um, and it is a psychedelic, I guess you could say a little bit. And it also helps you go within, uh, similar to Aya in the sense that you go into a journey and you typically purge and you get well, um, it's beautiful.
0: What was your experience like? How did how did you get invited to it, or how did you get called to it?
1: Uh, so a very very good friend of mine uh, co facilitated this, and she's an amazing musician singer, and she was just like, "You got to come, you got to come." I was I was in Hawaii when the pandemic happened, and <laughs> <laughs> it was a very very funny story. I was in Hawaii launching um, a program that I have Luna fast. Okay. And then I was going to a leadership training in Arizona. So when I got there, we like half my, my team went because the other half was like, we're quarantining. We don't know what's going on. The world is shutting down. I was there for a week and then I took an overnight flight and I was like, is it crazy to take an overnight flight and then go sit in a ceremony? Well, I did it. You know, I slept <laughs> like one hour and, and I showed up and, you know, you're really there to be of service and to receive. So with these types of places, you, you start to, you observe who and how you show up in the world. Um, there's so much medicine in being in community and being with others. And, um, so I chose to help make the altar, um, with flowers and and prep the space and, um, be of service, you know, and then we received the medicine and, um, it was very beautiful. A lot of my close friends were there. Um, and you, you journey a lot of, for me, I, I took my journal. I wrote some things, had a few visions, it was very beautiful.
0: Oh yeah. And then, so what's the process like? So you go and you create the space and you help, um, be of service. And then, so what do you all sit around a circle a fire? Is mm-hmm. there like a shaman or yep. is there a guy? Yeah,
1: there is uh, a really amazing, amazing, I guess we would call him a shaman. Uh, his name is Quatli, and he's from Mexico and he's been doing this all over the world and working with peyote, the sacred pe- uh, medicine for a very long time. And so um, they were saying that this was the first one that no one canceled. Really? And yeah. it was like 65 people deep. And everyone's 65 like 65 people. people deep. Everyone is like still being safe and precautionary and, you know, not touching. Right. But yet, yeah, we're totally hugging <laughs> each other by the end. Um, and, you know, we I think we all went in there to to really get clear on this next chapter for our lives.
0: And this was in Hawaii.
1: This was in March in Miami. March of, Miami. Yeah, I went back to Miami oh, right. for this. Uh, March of 2020. March of 2020. Like 2020. March 14th. Yeah.
0: Right. So then you're at the ceremony and there's 65 people. Are you in like in a, in a cabin in a, so we're outside you're outside. We're
1: in homestead. We're in this beautiful like farmland. It was gorgeous. It was a clear sky. Um, totally sure. I saw aliens and like light, (laughs) like it was so clear. These crazy lights. Um, they were not drones. (laughs) Definitely not. And, um, we're all in a circle we all have our own space like your own yoga mat your own cushions your own tools i like to bring my like my oils and my crystals like my my own stuff my journal uh, your water and, and helps you make
0: you feel safe and feel like you have your stuff with you maybe or?
1: yeah I, there's certain tools i like to work with now it also it can be double-edged right because you'll hear from others like it's good sometimes to just show up as yourself with you and not be attached to anything and allow the journey to take you. Right. Mm. So to each their own, but I like to have my, some of my tools, at least my little shaker and my oil.
0: (laughs) Add your own little spice to the experience. Yeah. Yeah. It is nourishing. Yeah. It is nice. Cool. So what, so, so how, how is the process of taking this medicine? Um, do you put it on your skin? Do you inhale it? Do you?
1: So Because it's a cactus, they there's a few ways they um, once it grows, you can cut it and harvest it and you can eat it like that. So it's almost like a gelatin form. Um, They can also grind it up, dry it, grind it up and turn it into a powder. And then you can make food with it. So they um, make pretty much um, it's like a cow pudding kind of texture. It's really delicious. Uh, So the first one it typically they put the powder in your hand and you just put it in your mouth and then okay. you drink it with water, a powder, and it's a powder okay. in your hand. And it's funny because with COVID, I misunderstood the instructions and there was a cup. So I put the powder in the cup and then I poured the water in the cup uh. and I started mixing it and I made this like cement paste. <laughs> <laughs> like so, Not what you do. And I trying to eat that was really I was ready to purge like immediately. I could barely get it down. Yeah um my friend and i both accidentally did that and uh that was like the warrior move right there the rookie move too um and then later on they pass by some buttons and you can eat a second dose of buttons and then they bring the the cacao like the pudding it's so yummy like you mm. just want to eat all of it it's <laughs>
0: it's really really good is there any sugar in it not right oh, it is.
1: typically they don't they they make it like with You know, cacao and coconut oil, and maybe like some agave, but typically, you know, from what I've seen, it's very
0: natural. Okay. Yeah. So then you you have this powder, and then you ingest it. How like then what happens? How long is the process? Is it?
1: So usually within twenty. It depends how fasted you are. So they recommend for you to fast in the afternoon, like have a light breakfast. We Mm. started towards the evening. It was a all night ceremony. Um, so just depending on how light your body is that day and your, how empty your stomach is usually within the hour, you're going to start to feel, um, what
0: are you feeling oh, no. yeah, taking, taking on the journey with kind
1: you. Of, um, things just start to get a little fuzzy and you become more sensitive to everything. Like for me, a lot of silliness comes through. My inner child comes through. Um, there's amazing musicians there. It was actually a very special ceremony because my friend asked me if I was going to sing. And um, music is something that came out for me for others in the last year and a half. I've been a singer and a I've been playing piano and guitar practically my whole life. Um, And I said yes. And in the moment they asked me and the medicine hit me so hard. The peyote that like she's like, Monica, do you want to sing? And I'm like. (laughs) <laughs> nope. Nope. I could I could barely sit up. Really? Like it was so strong. I also hadn't slept. Okay. Oh, um, right. I was like sleep deprived, you know? And um once I got well and later on in the night I was able, you know, she asked me again, Hey, do you wanna offer a song? And I was like, Yes. And so it was really beautiful, it was special to just sing from the heart and to share that and it really opened me up because that's actually something I've been I've been doing out here in Tulum is um, sharing music and ceremonies and mushroom ceremonies. So
0: oh, nice. yeah. I would like to hear some of your music. Yeah, I would love to. Yeah.
1: I've been doing a lot of, um, events like that here in Tulum and also, um, sound healing journeys with aromatherapy and water blessing activations. Been Ooh. working a lot with the waters.
0: I like that. Nice. Hold on. Let me just double check that the camera's yeah, on. Go for it. We good.
1: <laughs> it's always good to double check.
0: Oh, this one time I recorded and I had press record, but it, it didn't record. No. So, but luckily, I mean, I have the other camera. So it's just, I mean, I can't go back and forth with it. Yeah. But uh, it's just like those things when you're starting off, mm-hmm. you don't know. You're just like, ah, got to learn. But it's good. It's good. I like it. It's a, it's a learning process and I'm getting better. Totally. Yeah. So, all right. So, you. So can you tell us more about... um the uh, the singing that you do? I want to hear more about this. How, how did you get started? Did you grow up singing? Were you in, in some kind of choir? Did you learn on your own?
1: I did a lot of... I actually did do choir when I was younger. I loved it. Um, I wanted to be a singer from a young girl. I totally wanted to be J-Lo and Shakira. <laughs> like, I know all the Shakira songs uh, by heart. Can you do the
0: hips at, like Shakira? It's all day. Really? I practice
1: it in my room. <laughs> a nine-year-old girl, totally. Um, So I was raised in a very musical family. My mom's side, everyone's pretty much a musician in bands. Um, My brother's a musician. He's the gifted musician in my family. He's he's a producer in LA.
0: Um,
1: My dad's side plays some music, but I picked up piano at like probably seven years old yeah my mom was a pianist and a guitarist and a singer so
0: really oh wow so you come from a line of uh artists of musical
1: yeah my grandma was paying playing piano till she was like 95 97 like it was amazing
0: you know what i actually want to start making some songs so if do you have anything recorded
1: i have a couple things recorded and i have equipment for recording but i've really been focusing on lives and just doing live events
0: okay why why is that
1: I think I'm just tuning into, to to connecting with music. still. Mm, you know, it's been, yeah, my, so my journey with music, I started piano at like seven and I was trained for about seven or eight years. So I was classically trained in which you get a song, you practice it, you perfect it, you learn it, you perform it. And that was my experience for seven years with music. It's like, it has to be perfect and you have to practice it before, performing. Right. right? I picked up the guitar with my brother around like 12, 13 and it was cool, but it wasn't, it was a lot for me then. Um, it was much more free flow and I, I didn't know how to like my logic brain was so activated that my other side couldn't really just flow Mm -hmm. and I couldn't sing and play guitar. So I, I I left it there. (laughs) Um, and then I came back to it in my twenties. Um, between then I had a a lot of life changing experiences and I picked up the guitar in my twenties to really start soothing my heart. Uh, I lost my mom and in a crash and it was just, I think me connecting back to myself through music. So I started learning a few more songs that I, you know, just kind of experimenting. And my brother's always encouraged me. He's like, just go for it. Like, it doesn't have to be perfect. And I think that my brain was so caught in, caught up in being creating perfectionism with music. So, Um, I played for years, really, really by myself in my room, in my apartment, maybe for like a roommate or something, but never for others. And then in 2019, I decided to um, have my breast implants removed. So I had them for almost a decade in my twenties. And I saw my friend go through the explant surgery and I realized, holy shit, like if you had such a transformative experience in removing that, I'm I'm curious to know what my body's gonna do. So I scheduled my appointment, I took them out, and literally my heart chakra opened. Really, My throat chakra opened.
0: What, like, can you?
1: Yeah, it was like <laughs> blocked on another level that I didn't even know. Because when I got them in, I was looking to suppress feelings mm. and to alter my state of feeling and not just, love myself for who I
0: was. So you, you know? originally had got them because you didn't feel comfortable with who you were or Yeah, I just wanted boobs. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, I wanted I'm like, I got a butt. I want I want to balance it out. You know, yeah. I, I was bartender. i made good money. I was like cash. You know, I lived in Miami where
0: yeah, you know all Miami. the mannequins
1: are like quadruple Ds and <laughs> it's normal. You yeah. know so I, they weren't like too big, but mm-hmm. for me when I got them in, I was like, whoa. I was almost like ashamed. Like it was like too much. Okay. What size know? did you get? They were like small C's. Okay. Which didn't look bad on my body, right? But when I took them
0: out, I
1: was like, ah, <sighs> like I can breathe. Really. Like I felt like I could be myself again. I I didn't even know I wasn't being myself. It's one mm. of those things you don't know until it's gone. Right. And um, my health shifted on another level. In what way? Um, so I had blood work that was like really messed up. My hormones, my thyroid was questionable, um, my di- my digestion, uh, just a lot of different things. But there was never like a pinpointed sol- answer in Western medicine. And so when I took them out, everything just immediately went back to normal within three months.
0: And how long did you have them In? Almost a decade. A decade. Yeah. So could you remember, I mean, before how you felt your body was before you put them in? Could you say they went back to normal or?
1: Yeah. So it, it really took about five years for my body to start fighting itself and for my body to start fighting the implants. Cause when I got them in, like I had never really had surgery and like, yeah, I recovered and I was fine and I was working out and eating right. And like doing my thing. I was, I was fine fine right but then i noticed over the years my hair started to get thinner and it wouldn't grow mm-hmm. well and my eyebrows started to like thin out and you know i couldn't lose this this lower body fat percentage and my digestion had a lot of issues and my skin was really dry and all of a sudden my thyroid was off and like this was like after 5 years and they're like oh it's stress oh it's this oh take this medication oh take that and i'm like what like i'm right. 27 and i'm very healthy <laughs> yeah. for the most part and so when i took them out then my body was just my my own skin it was it went from being dry to having like rosy cheeks and like oily hair and it was almost like you're trying to water a plant and the plant is inside and it's not getting sunlight so the Uh, minute the implants came out it was like back in sunlight and like able to really flourish yeah i mean
0: that makes sense you have a foreign object within your body that's yeah. not natural it's not it's not meant to be where it is right exactly. and it's not only even the foreign object it's also the reason why you have it there it's like are you the reason you put it there is because maybe you're feeling some kind of space or kind of miss, some yeah. lack of something right yeah so yeah
1: and that goes back to emotional state of being creating your physical reality how over the years that imbalance still showed up as an imbalance
0: right and your friend who had taken them out what was her reasoning for taking them out
1: she literally came up to me one day and said my breast implants are killing me
0: like l- literally or like
1: that's the, I looked the, at her and I was like you're crazy I love <laughs> you I support you but like okay
0: yeah I'm, and I'm keeping mine you can get yours. <laughs> I yeah. was like
1: I was curious but I I hadn't researched breast implant illness I hadn't looked into it um I didn't even know about it no one talked to me about this when i went to get my surgery Not nothing zero right. um and then you hear about the extreme cases of course you know that one percent or whatever yeah. but seeing her transition like systemic inflammation gone really just immediate clear emo- mental clarity emotional clarity I, I was amazed at her transformation i was like babe like wow to the point where i it was actually one night I went drinking, which I don't really drink alcohol anymore. Mm-hmm. And I woke up the next day with breast pain. And I just intuitively said, get this out right now. Right. And so I did.
0: Do you think, do you have a lot of friends who have breast implants?
1: I have a couple. Um, a lot of mine have taken them out. A lot of really? my friends started taking them out after that. And yeah, a couple still have them though.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I mean... I've actually never thought of that. When you know women get breast implants, I I kind of just figured they keep them for forever. But h- what percentage would you say of women who get breast implants keep them for? Or so you're
1: supposed to take them out every ten years oh, and redo them. You're supposed them. to take them out every 10 yeah. Years. You're supposed to redo them. That's what they recommend because it's still t- so no one talks about the toxicity inside of implants. Okay. And the chemicals that are in them. Let's talk about it. Yeah, it's really highly toxic. There's um aluminum. There's like tons of of shit you have i mean there's a whole list
0: why can't they just put like uh coconut oil in <laughs> <laughs> some, some natural product so in there's
1: the- there's the saline kind okay there is saline right where it's made of like liquid um but it's still synthetic stuff i mean the lining of it is still synthetic okay so
0: but maybe yeah since it's going to be there for 10 years they need something to not be able to react to different temperatures and be yeah. able to stay stable within yeah. your body
1: exactly and heat exactly okay so um they get crafty you know medicine and western medicine and and the things that they can do in labs nowadays i mean we have fake food everywhere right? right so it's like you can make anything and um it's very toxic for the body the immune system over the years starts to fight it and especially for something around your heart around your chest the immune system is like constantly working to create a Um, a capsule around the implant to protect itself and so when you remove them some doctors don't even take that out and that's the like it's like a full layer of like toxicity that needs to be taken out because
0: what what do you mean what uh your immune system creates a layer around the implant, implant yeah so when the doctor takes them out they take out the implant but not the layer
1: most doctors will take that whole thing it's called an m block but Uh, some doctors won't they'll uh, just pull the implant out but it's important for you to like scrape all of it off imagine like marbled meat like when you have the surgery it looks like fat around like white marbled fat around uh the implant and then you cut it off and it's like it comes out and then the full actual plastic implant is inside oh yeah it's like a whole experience (laughs) (laughs) And that's that.
0: your immune system that has created that has created this protective Wow yeah wow that's crazy so does what does your breast actually get bigger because of that because of this uh, this protective how, how big is this I mean is it just like a thin like a thick? yeah, it's like thin, oh, thin I would more. say it's
1: like thin it's not okay. like super big oh, okay, um, okay. but it's enough to like it takes from your body right because right. your body's constantly balancing itself out and right. healing itself and regenerating itself to keep itself in homeostasis when it has something all of a sudden it has to work towards all the energy goes towards that
0: right so then you end up with all these symptoms and like then autoimmune disease autoimmune disease yeah what's uh, an example of some autoimmune disease that arise
1: oh my god thyroid issues hypothyroidism um Hashimoto's um people get cancer um people get lupus people get I mean I've seen so many people with different autoimmune diseases and they can't figure out where it's from and then later down the road I'm like do you have breast implants they're like yeah I've had them for 15 years and Mm. I'm like dude the minute you take and I've seen this because I've been in a lot of groups now the minute they have surgery all of their symptoms go away
0: it's amazing how yeah I mean for example you you went to all these doctors and it was they give you this they prescribed this and they said it was because of that or something else right but no one mentioned hey you have breast implants could this be a cause yep. how insane i mean these are doctors these are people that are professional who go to medical school but yet wh- wh- why why how why is that that they no one brainwashed that no they're one only figured taught
1: they're only taught certain things like most people don't go outside the box to think about it. they just go based on the books and the literature and the classes and the course curriculum that they've been given right And that's what um, quantum healing is so powerful because it takes us outside of like what we've been taught and like let's be real like what you were taught in school is that still the same thing that you're applying these days like no. our minds are meant to expand.
0: So what is quantum healing? Quantum
1: it? healing is being able to heal um, from a different dimension. It's it's really going beyond the three D, like you have the four D and the five D and the six D. And okay. so it's it's for example with your own thoughts, changing your state of being, right? Just like if we're having a nervous breakdown, you're just having a complete freakout moment. Going into a state of meditation can help relax the nervous system, help calm you down, and take you out of that frequency. It's not exactly quantum healing, but it's an example of how we really can shift our perception and our reality when we focus on it. And so you can find people in the world that can even help people shift their state of frequency from long distance. Right. Right. Mm -hmm.
0: So, so is quantum healing having to do with frequencies.
1: I mean everything is a frequency. Frequency. Yeah. Okay.
0: So yeah, I mean some people may not think of frequencies in that way, but yeah, I mean there's most people think of frequencies in audio form. The sound, yeah. Um but what other frequencies are there? Like uh light frequencies or frequency,
1: are, sound frequency, like we said. Yeah. Um there's that's a good question.
0: Yeah. Their frequencies. But also I wanna know more about this quantum healing thing. So when I think of quantum, I think of um like quantum physics and uh subatomic particles and all these things and and you're kind of saying it's also you know different dimensions of spatial dimensions yeah um yeah
1: S- so something i've been working on so going tying it all back in um once i had my implants taken out it opened me up so much that i was like i this music is part of my life. I have to share this. And my friend that invited me to the peyote ceremony was the same friend that sat me down and said, Monica, singing for others is medicine, not only for you, like music is medicine for you, but it's also medicine for others, Mm. right? And so don't be afraid to just sing for other people. Cause I was so afraid, really, you know, afraid of being seen, afraid Mm. of being judged, like whatever. And, and it just, she gave me that like strength to be like, no, this is, it's more than just the stories in my head. So it really put me out there to, to work, um, deeper with, with music. And through working with sound bowls, which is also, you know, a way of, of tuning deeper into ourselves, and guided meditation, I myself have been able to release tension to help my body heal itself, mm. right? By focusing, you know, Reiki energy, for example, and placing your hands on there, setting intentions, going into a deep meditation, like going into the root cause of whatever is being created in a physical realm from an from a emotional and spiritual space,
0: right? Yeah, I think also too, there's so many, so many healing ways for sound so many healing aspects of sound that that we don't realize that that uh just being in an environment where there is certain if you're in if you're living in your house and there's construction going on that's going to affect you if you're uh, you know if you're driving to work every day and you're hearing honking and yelling and this that's also affecting you but if you know if you go into a space where there's good acoustics like these uh, salt caves or something like that or mantras Mantras? What, what, yeah. What do you even mean? Even mantras. Oh, like yeah, like yeah.
1: Yeah, like working with the s- the frequency of mantras. So, so, w- sorry. What you were saying too is like the kind of music that's being put out now in pop culture. A lot of that frequency is like t- 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 t. it's like very like shocking for the nervous system and excess. Like it's really? very intense. It's very strong. It it gives anxiety almost. Right. Mm-hmm. Some music, not all. Right. Um, and then there's that other kind of music, right. More like chill vibes or you're saying like in caves, like sound healing, like it's flowy, it feels good. It's a different vibration mm-hmm. that helps us feel more in tune with our heart space and it helps us feel, um, just a higher vibration, right? So even working with mantras, which was something that was really transformational for me. Um, I'd say in the last four or five years, um, I started working with Kundalini yoga on a much, much deeper level and and repeating certain mantras helps change the frequency, it helps restructure our cellular being, our nervous system, our immune system, our thought processes, everything is just repeating specific mantras and these mantras have been said for thousands of years even om. OM, it's a universal mantra,
0: OM so you just repeat OM OM yeah is there a certain frequency that I've seen on Instagram and certain pages where they say this frequency is the best frequency or something that certain radio songs or pop songs operate on a on a frequency that kind of messes with your vibration but yeah. there's a certain do you do you know the uh, you,
1: So there's different um megahertz also that work with certain chakras. Mm. So there's certain Hertz like the 432 yeah. for the heart chakra, then there's ones you know, the, like there's specific ones. Like you can even tune guitars and tune like different instruments to, you know, like bowls have certain uh, tones that work for specific parts of of our being. Um,
0: I had seen that the other day where they showed the um, the megahertz or the hertz for your chakras, your different chakras yeah. to be able to activate yeah. and to be able, yeah, to, that's awesome.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's super cool, right? Yeah. So you can actually, I believe we can heal ourselves. You know, I'm not, I'm I'm not here to heal anyone. I'm just here to be the guide on how I've done it for myself. Right. And like, this is what worked for me. So I just kind of, you know, open that door for others to explore. Um, But I believe that we can heal ourselves completely through mantras, through mindset, through like shifting our perspective and like opening ourselves up to really being able to embody love and self-love our past, our present, our future. Cause a lot of the times the things that we're creating is based on the stories that we've lived and the traumas and the pain that we're still carrying so deeply within us. Mm-hmm. So being able to have compassion for that version of you that maybe didn't do the right thing in that moment, right? And being able to forgive yourself right. releases all that pain and that judgment and like that difficulty that we, we've been carrying in our hearts for so long.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree with you. I think that we can heal ourselves And we're always looking for someone else, for someone to heal us, some expert or Mm -hmm. whoever it may be. But whenever you're sick with just a simple, maybe a cold or whatever, a cough, if you just just have a good environment, sit yourself down, relax, your body will heal itself. When you get cut, what does your body do? It heals itself. I think 99% of what happens to you, any kind of uh, sickness or some event it's it's all on you you can heal yourself yeah whether it's yeah
1: and a lot of the times we've been ignoring the signs right because we're so desensitized from ourselves that we don't even like pay attention to what our body is telling us when it is asking us to slow down or hey this doesn't feel good how long has that not felt good before you realize that it turned into a tumor or it turned into something like very serious right right um also going back to what you're saying something that totally changed my life was water
0: water and water fasting water fasting water fasting to heal
1: my body and heal myself and that's was part of the journey with detoxing from my breast implants was discovering the power of water and allowing my body to be with itself and with that it healed right Mm. not reaching out for supplements and drugs and this and that to to, no just simplicity of water and allowing the body to heal itself
0: so yeah tell me more about this uh water fasting i think a lot i think it's becoming such a big thing fasting and and a lot of um a lot of history a lot of religious uh text Mm. talks about fasting and but there's become there's a lot more scientific evidence to support fasting and people think that People might see fasting as something where no. How can you say fasting is good for you? So many people suffer from eating disorders, and um, going a while without nourishing your body is not healthy. It's not good for you. Mm-hmm. So, can you like yeah tackle some of these uh, these misconceptions? For totally. People? Yeah. <laughs> well,
1: the first one I want to tackle is science and scientific evidence, because before all of that existed. We had real shamans and intuitive healers and people that were totally healing on a quantum level by using their intuition and tuning into the elements that we have. And so I I I'm a firm believer that we we have so much in, in Western and, and scientific literature to still discover. We're just putting it all together now. We're right. realizing the magic that lies within what we already have, which is we're freaking superheroes <laughs> and we're su we are our superpowers, right? Yeah. And um, with fasting, so what happens is pretty much our body, um, we're constantly feeding it. We're constantly giving it food and nourishment for energy. And it re—it re, it duplicates itself and it, it uses that food for energy. Okay. okay, so after certain hours you're depleted and then your body asks for food again. Mm-hmm. So you, you feed yourself. If you don't feed yourself you, you die <laughs> <laughs> exactly most people think they're gonna die um, but what happens is after a certain period your body starts to go into ketosis
0: okay what's ketosis
1: so ketosis is pretty much when um, your body is pulling out let me, let me word this right so ketosis is when you don't have any more sugars in your body and so it starts pulling fat and burning that for energy
0: uh, okay and uh, what are, is that? Like, uh, so it burns fat for energy.
1: Yeah. So okay. pretty much it starts using all of its storage for energy. Okay. So fats for energy. Okay. Yeah. What happens? And so then your body over time starts to go into aut- autophagy.
0: Autophagy. Okay. What's, uh, what's autophagy? So autophagy
1: is when your body starts to eat it, like pretty much go deeper and clean itself out. So your body has mm. a really powerful mechanism which is that and your cells will go in and be like, oh, there's gunk stored here. There's fat, like there's stuff stored here. Oh, look at this little mass here that's been sitting here and like it's beca- causing a lot of inflammation and causing a lot of pain. And look at all this mucus that's around the mm. chest area. And look at all this stuff that's around these breast implants. Oh, let's clean it up. Let's use this for energy and start to clean the body through the state.
0: So cleaning house.
1: Yeah, it cleans its, it, it's like exactly its own proper cleaning mechanism so when you don't have food it doesn't have that source of energy so it starts to use all this stored stuff as energy it's going to preserve your muscle mass it's going to preserve your uh organs it's going to preserve your brain it's going to preserve everything you're not going to like all of a sudden just like eat away your whole stomach like it doesn't work (laughs) but mostly i mean your brain goes places right
0: right I think your brain also consumes a lot of energy. So they people think that when you don't eat, you know, you're going to hurt yourself.
1: And also your brain is made of a ton of water, mm. mostly water. And it does use carbs as energy. It requires a lot of carbs. It's a simple uh, source of fuel. Primarily, your brain does use that. Um, but with water, you are able to live weeks, mo- like a month, months, months without, literally. Without, yeah. Without food.
0: Yeah, no, I had heard um, actually... it was like five years ago these um scientists won the medical nobel prize for discovering autophagy Mm -hmm. and yeah now it's a it's it's a well-documented uh documented event in the body that occurs when you fast that your body does clean house when um when you don't have any uh nutrients coming in because i I think something like 80 percent of your immune system is in your digestive tract right
1: exactly And so it helps regenerate. It helps regenerate everything, your immune system, um, your, it helps balance your metabolism, your hormones, gives you mental clarity. It helps, uh, bring back your circadian rhythm your sleep cycle um it strengthens everything like i can't tell you how powerful fasting has been for me on a physical level on a mental level well, tell
0: me we're here tell me yes you can <laughs> yes you can tell me well all of it. <laughs> so the
1: first couple times i was freaking out because i i definitely had eating disorders growing up so my mm. my first thought process was all right i got these like i got this gunk in my body i gotta get this out i have parasites with my gut i've got like fungal issues with my gut like i candida like everything my body was just really imbalanced because of my implants
0: Mm.
1: primarily and so i found water fasting through my research and i noticed that during the new moon and through the full moon my gut was really sensitive like i naturally wanted to fast during these lunar cycles and sometimes my stomach would just swell up and like be really in pain and I couldn't figure out why, but I knew that it was during those times of the month. Right. Not just my time of the month, but like the lunar cycles. And so I, I just started fasting and doing some research, found a friend who was doing group fasting. Um, but that was with coffee and then they would break and eat like huge meals. And I, it was not the best uh, transition out in my opinion. And again, I had that like fear of eating disorder coming back and doing it for the wrong reasons. Cause in the past I would starve myself fast. And then I would break it and binge eat everything you could imagine because I was going in for the wrong reasons. Right. It was more like weight loss or like be skinny and like I ate too much this weekend or whatever. And so this time I was like, well, I want to help my body heal itself right now. Like I want to get rid of this stuff. So first couple couple times I did it, it was okay. I felt better. But then I started creating protocols and regimens around going in and out of the fast and what is going to support my fast? Like how can I support my mind, my body, my spirit, like baths? Um doing lymphatic massages, doing dry brushes, tongue tongue scraping, oil pulling. These were all different things that we can help our body detoxify itself. So um one of my really good friends also was doing a huge training in fasting in Bali at the time. She's a Kundalini teacher. We were doing Kundalini together. And so we came together and we wrote out a whole protocol, which is now called the Lunafast program.
0: Oh, Lunafast. Okay, that's where it originates from. Okay. Yeah.
1: And so uh, we chose really the new moon. They say that the full moon and the new moon, which is when the moon is closer to um, the earth, that is when parasites, uh, viruses and bugs, which we have tons of them all over our body, they are more active Mm. in our bodies. So you're gonna notice a lot of symptoms, especially if you have gut parasites, if you have a lot of gut issues, it's gonna be altered during that time. So it is better to fast during um, Mm. those cycles. And so we, we pair it with a whole cleansing protocol to help you really get rid of everything—everything everything from mucus, um, inflammation—you know, it's 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 fascinating. <laughs> yeah.
0: And it's also great to have that because you know a lot of people can maybe hurt themselves or not if they're not know, if they don't know what they're doing with with fasting. Exactly. You, know, you you go and you want someone who's who can guide you, who can help you with certain things and how to do it properly. Exactly. Because you know some people are strong, but some people they eat three, four, five times a day and yeah. and to just go into a fast cold is not a good idea and you need to prepare yourself, prepare your body for this uh, this process.
1: Exactly. Yeah, especially for those that have struggled with like caffeine addiction or like love their coffee. Like I actually got off coffee because of fasting. I'm so grateful. I didn't even realize how mm-hmm. like shocked my nervous system was all the time and like I'm just this high strong energy anyway. Right. So now it's like really learning how to ground my energy and be still.
0: Yeah, every time I see you, you have really good energy and Thanks. and it's uh no coffee, no uh what, do you take any teas or any um what is it uh kratom or Freedom.
1: no i'm really sensitive to um all of that so my energy is just i'm high on life i <laughs> meditate i sing i work out i drink a lot of water i eat well i use my oils you know i use like greens powders and i use jeet, different things that we recommend actually during the fast that you can be doing throughout the day if you need energy but it's all plant-based and, and just really working with the elements yeah. like yeah
0: yeah i think uh fasting is something that's going to just keep growing bigger and bigger but I think there's also the industry um, that's would be against it because if you fast and you're not eating anything then you're not buying and you're not consuming so it goes with direct competition with the profit of, uh, of corporations right so
1: and what pharmaceutical company wants to know that we're getting people off of their medications mm. and helping them get off of you know hormone you know replacements and things like that like it's, we're, it's we're helping
0: people with autoimmune disease yeah i mean it's it's crazy to think that there's a business out there that profits on people being sick and a lot of people when you tell this to someone a normal person they're they just think no that's that's crazy no one would try to profit off people being sick like you, you're telling me that there's doctors and there's scientists that are purposefully making people sick and it's, i don't think it's doctors or scientists i just think that There's a there's the business side. There's the the people who don't see it that way. Yes, the doctors help and and create um, medicines and and scientists do the research and they have all these products. But that's that's one side of it. But then on the other side, there's the marketers, there's the 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 CEOs that are looking for just the profit. They're not putting people over profit. Totally. They're putting the profit over people with the fiduciary responsibility that the corporations have to make profit and not make people healthy because being healthy is in direct competition.
1: And I I also, like you're saying, money talks.
0: And BS walks. (laughs) Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, money talks. And then also, um, you know, you're. I don't think people are really always out to do things maliciously. And I don't think that, you know, I think deep inside um, it's conditioning and it's environmental. And it's Mm. like, well, this is what I learned. And this is my identity of like how things have been. Like, how can I all of a sudden believe this new idea when i've been in college for 20 15 20 years and i've had this career for 30 years it's like being open to like the evolution the evolution and that like maybe what you perceive to be truth might not be the best way anymore and so we have to collectively be open to growth
0: yeah i think just being real with yourself and being honest and accepting that you know, not everything that you know is true. I mean, it's okay to be wrong. And it's actually a great thing to be proven wrong because that means that now this this idea that you had, this false idea or false belief, now you're not no longer carrying that false belief. Now you're a, a, a new person, a new elevated person with these new ideas that are more grounded on reality. Yeah,
1: my uncle always told me there's no right, there's no wrong, there are only moments. Mm. And um, it really stuck with me a lot because i was like 19 and i'm like what so you're telling me there's nothing i do is wrong (laughs) it's like (laughs) well the truth you know the there's also like other sides of it right like it's it's just being able to see beyond what we're told Mm -hmm. it's like being able to it's like a higher frequency to a lower frequency there's no right or wrong with it it's just like how do you feel right how do you feel when you're living that way and how do you feel when you're choosing these things like does this feel good in your heart do you even know what your heart feels I think a lot of people don't and that's why we go back to the senses and it's so important for us to tune into our senses so we can really tap into our heart space and get real with ourselves
0: I agree I agree I think we need that hold on let me just uh... yeah yeah I think um I think that's super important um so how how would you recommend like what are some tips people to get more into the space that you're talking about more sensitive or
1: well fasting's an easy way to do
0: it <laughs> <laughs> so wait yeah, let's keep, let's keep it with fasting how how long should people fast or what are some recommendations for you i mean so different. so
1: beginner fasters um i would start with intermittent fasting super popular there's a lot of benefits no one really talks about water fasting for two to three days, which is what you want to do to get to the point of autophagy is 48 hours, 72 hours. Um, You can build up to that. With our program, we guide you into a three-day water fast. And then we also use other types of fasts. We do fruit fasting, juice fasting, water fasting, dry fasting, which is no solids, no liquids, nothing.
0: I've done a dry fast.
1: Have you? Yeah. For how long? Six days. Holy! (laughs) (laughs) Are you serious? (laughs) yeah did you do vision quest
0: vision quest no 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 i um i did a i had done a an eight day water a coconut water fast so i would i would um go to the market buy some coconuts buy like nine coconuts every three days and and just every time i felt hungry i would just crack open a coconut and just drink the water and i did that for eight days nice and then uh this year for new year's um I was with some friends and i was like you know i want a challenge on new year's eve and i was like i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do a fast but i'm gonna do a dry fast (laughs) wow yeah uh don't don't do this don't try it (laughs) (laughs) i'm not saying that you should do this but yeah i went into it i did um i actually put it also on my instagram story so i would ask people questions and everyone's their main concern actually was water Mm -hmm. um they were like oh my god like if you don't if you don't drink water after three days you're gonna die and all these things and um yeah and I, I don't i was scared for myself <laughs> so i was a bit scared because i was like oh my god i'm approaching three days but i i did it i did it reckless i was so reckless and i i was working out while oh, while doing it i was going to the public beach and doing um upside down handstand push-ups and running and wow. pull-ups and what's dips. your sign i'm a leo so yeah
1: uh, <laughs> that fire man uh,
0: yeah yeah don't know when to stop so but yeah that's that's my uh my draft but uh, I don't know if i it, i didn't really prepare for it but i think actually i did prepare for it because previously um a few weeks before my diet was smoothies yeah and i, I didn't and i've eaten you know, a ton of avocados and a lot fruits. of good fruits and so yeah I, I kind of you know not knowingly prepared for the fast mm. so amazing yeah six wow days, six days that's yeah
1: impre- i did a seven day water fast in february that's the longest I've done, and then I did a water a dry fast at the, the very end just to cap it off. Um, but yeah, we only do three days in the Luna fast, yeah, but you yeah, can yeah. always extend it if you feel inspired to. You know, it's like this is just the basic guidelines, and then we go into juice fasting mm-hmm. with fruit uh, fruit juices, and then we go into fruits because fruits are, and it's so crazy because for I I remember being working in the hospitals, and helping with weight loss programs there, and the trainers were like. How can you make someone eat? Make someone eat a mango at six p.m. You're, you know, they could have diabetes and blood sugar levels are gonna go through the roof. And I'm like, Mm. dude, it's fruit. Yeah. Like this is nature's medicine. When I feel sick, I fruit fast. I literally just eat fruit, water fast. Like this is this is our vitamins. Um, and so fruit gets such a bad rep. It digests differently. It absorbs differently. It's not the same sugar as like table sugar. You know, it's, it's
0: it has a fiber and yeah. also and yeah, it's not it's not yeah, it's not table sugar. It's not highly exactly. processed. It's yeah. fruit. It's natural fruit. It's not synthetic fruit either. Exactly. And yeah. yeah, I think yeah, like for example, the trainers they have this mindset where, you know, they're they're taught this this way or this these ideas in school, and they don't know how to think outside the box and mm-hmm. and they can also accept that hey maybe they're wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that's the issue. It's just it's just they're they're the right whatever you know is right and whatever someone else is doing is wrong and it's yep. it's not that way because even if even if they're right about something it's not right for everybody exactly right everyone has their own different physical bodies and different chemical makeups and needs
1: 100 percent. and and fasting isn't for everyone either you know right. what i mean like intermittent fasting and I, and I think it's also psychological, you know, that's something I've learned myself in the beginning. I was like going a little bit mentally crazy, like wrapping my head around this because of my history with like, you know, eating disorders and all that stuff. So the brain, it works like a muscle. Mm-hmm. It gets stronger every time and every fast is different. You know it's like depending on where you are in your life and like what layers you're unraveling during then and what you're growing through like the fast is just gonna amplify it and like help you mm. help you push through it um but we we safely after a fruit fasting we add a different food group every day and we leave you eating an alkaline plant-based diet and give you all the tools and resources to continue supporting a, a detox like a body if you need a detox and just a healthy thriving body and and you know we have a lot of a lot of uh, clients, we've helped almost th- a thousand people already do our program in the last uh year and a half wow. and um people fast with us monthly seasonally yearly by uh twice a year so
0: it's really cool mm. i think i mean you say it's not for everybody but i think it is at a certain level or intermittent fasting something like that is for everybody maybe it's not necessary maybe not a you know a six day <laughs> dry fast <laughs> but maybe you know a 24 hour fast you know you you'll build up to it eventually yeah. but I think the human body is designed for fasting. One hundred percent. You know, this is something that um, we've uh, we've become accustomed to, where we were hunters and gatherers, or scavengers and foragers, whatever you want to call our uh, our history, where we didn't have food for a while, yeah. and you know, we our bodies are used to fasting and used to conserving energy, and even animals. So I I also read somewhere when I was fasting that when animals get injured or sick, they fast. Mm-hmm. They don't they don't eat anything. Exactly. And that's how they heal.
1: Amazing, yeah. I when I was like deep into research and all the science, it was years. Um, I remember finding an article about um, the Asian population, they live longer because they eat less, and that's their culture. Yeah, I had it's less seen cellular uh, overturn,
0: cellular, cellular overturn.
1: Yeah, it's like less cellular overturn. So um, they don't use as much energy and then their cells don't have to regenerate themselves over and over again because the cells only have a certain long lifespan, right? Okay. Like our bodies. So the more that like we make it work, the more it's taxed and it ages us faster.
0: So yeah, that makes a lot of sense because I was looking into something about fasting and it was saying how when you fast, you get autophagy. And what happens is when you don't have, when you're not feeding yourself, your cell doesn't have access to certain nutrients. So it says, hey, should I divide or should I not divide? So instead of dividing, it says, no, no, you know what? Instead of making a new cell, I'm going to just clean house and work on making myself stronger. So you're not dividing, you're keeping your cells that you have strong and it's becoming stronger. Yeah. So then you have stronger cells instead of it making a a copy of itself. And that copy is going to be not a perfect copy because copies, obviously there's some some errors that happen when you make a copy and yeah.
1: And that's why the refeeding coming out of a fast is so important and you don't want to break it and eat Domino's pizza or a burger I can or go to like
0: McDonald's after my fast. <laughs> oh,
1: please <laughs> now. Um, And it's so important to like ease back into it and reintroduce and like introduce foods that are high nutritional value for us because mm. that's, what's going to really help amplify boosting the immune system and like cleaning out our gut. You know, yeah. it's, it's, I think it's the best medicine we could ever have.
0: Yeah. And it's the the body heals itself. The body when if you just leave the body alone, it'll heal itself. I mean, you you create a good environment in a good space and and give it what it asks for, but just leave it, just leave your body, your body knows what's what's good for it. Right. You know, all these synthetic medicines that we prescribe ourselves and we're taking 20 pills for different all these different things. And they're combining and they're so unnatural. Yep. just let your body heal just yeah. stop putting stuff in it unnatural things just take your time and it'll heal
1: yeah put on some binaural beats put on some high <laughs> some good music frequency mantras right. Be around, drink water around loving
0: com- yeah. uh, loving community whether journal it journal write your thoughts and earth positive thinking yeah, yeah i think that we there's just ah. Uh, i <laughs> all day <laughs>
1: And sometimes it's not even positive thinking, right? Cause sometimes our positive thoughts can mask what we're really trying to work through mm. and that can be pain and that can be like turbulence. That can be like mm. all this built up stuff like anger, aggression, you know, that comes through. I've seen that through fasting myself, you know, where it's like all of this starts to come out and I didn't even know it was there. And I'm there like, namaste bro namaste. you know and it's just like wow like I really needed to let that out right you know and then I found peace and then I found release
0: yeah I relief. like that that's, that's much better than what I said I think well, no, no, no 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 it's true because not just being positive vibe all the time but also being real with yourself and realizing that hey you know there are some issues some that that you need to deal with and and just being more sensitive maybe I would say yeah and more real with yourself Yeah, if you do have some issues that hey like don't mask it with just pretending to be positive and positive, 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 but being real to yourself.
1: And and I think like the biggest key is having compassion, compassion. for ourselves. Okay. We're, we tend to be really, really hard on ourselves. I
0: do that all the time. I'm super hard on myself. So I'm so bad to myself. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> yeah. I. It took me, you know, after my explant surgery, even my own like relationship with my hair was like a thing you know I and mean? <laughs> i didn't even realize it but it's like i was you know because my hair had thinned out and i was like oh my god my hair is falling i'm like it's so ugly and da. and then it caught i caught myself i'm like wow like i'm really talking to myself like this like this is a part of who i am this is like an extension of who i am right like how can i like is this how i would talk to someone else
0: it's crazy how we treat other people better than we treat ourselves sometimes yeah yeah yeah
1: exactly and so like having that compassion, like, no, this is me, like love and own this part of myself too. Yeah. It is me. Like even with others, having compassion with others, like what makes us think that we're separate? Mm-hmm. We're all humans trying to figure out figure it out, you know, yeah. and just live.
0: I think when we see other people, we think, Oh my god, that person has it so figured out and i ah, here, look at me living my life, but no one has it figured out, I don't think. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe some people do and I think some people, well, some people might have it figured out because I see some people who are super happy and blissed out, and I'm just like, ah, I want your energy, you know. I think they're just in the moment. That is true. They're
1: just living in the moment because who really has the answers? Yeah, yeah. Like, let's dig a little deeper into that question, which no I go one, and I go no. all the time into this. It's like we think we're in control because you the way I used to see it is like, oh, that person has it figured out. They must be in control, mm-hmm. right? Like they must have everything under control and they wake up really early and they have their tasks done and they get their work done and they're living that perfect like life, right? No one's in control. We control absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. And I think being able to release the control and the idea that we're in control and still show up and and put ourselves first and put what we're called here and inspired to do is and doing it from the heart is truly living our highest and that's what creates a high vibrational frequency that emits and and reflects to others
0: yeah that makes a lot of sense like i've heard people say how you know when for example when someone makes music right a lot of musicians what they say is that i didn't i didn't make this piece i i channeled it through me i i I let I, i i let go of all control and i try to focus and and absorb the energy around me and then just like let the the music flow through me yeah
1: and i think that's why i like doing live music so much because putting it in a box in a container and like recording it and that being it i'm not there yet you Mm. know it's like i'm a writer i love writing i love poetry i love creating music like (sighs) but it's just so in the moment right you know like there isn't that i i I can't put it in a box yet like some sit yourself down yeah some yeah. songs I've written. Let's make some
0: music together. Let's I want to do it. Some, What yeah, do you do? I, Share with me your music. I want to. Well, I mostly produce, but uh, I also want to sing. I want to make more electronic music. I really like The Weeknd and um, stuff like that. More, more, uh, more electronic things. Um, maybe some pop, some hip hop. Um, but yeah, being here in Tulum, I would love to make a song. Uh, and maybe not make it. I'm gonna channel it, channel it through my body, and uh, and let it be whatever it is and then also make some music videos here i think that we're in tulum you know we have such beautiful scenery here that we can make great music and also tie that with a music video i mean i'm a videographer so if you want to work together on a song then we can go and make a a video out of it
1: so there when i first came here yes 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 so thank (laughs) you um and i actually love electronic music and like Fusing um, medicinal music and mantras, and like adding that like fun, like dancey, flowy flair. Like, I don't think I've seen you at ecstatic dances, but like I'm a huge ecstatic. Okay, the invitation stands on the twenty seventh. I'll be doing a live sound healing at um, God, what's it called? Um, it's sunrise groove. Yes. So I'll be there doing it live if you want to okay. join. Nice. All right. Is you can that experience? Uh, it. In Selena? Yeah. yeah. okay, nice. Not this Tuesday, but the next one. What in are a you going to be weeks. doing? Are you going
0: to be playing? Sound
1: bowls. I do oh. sound bowls and then I sing as Johnny starts bringing in the electronic music and we just kind of like fuse it into the dance party. So Ooh. I start with a drop in meditation sound healing.
0: I like that. Okay, yeah, I'll be there. Yeah. I'll be there. Yeah.
1: no let's write some. When I when I first came here actually, I wrote a song in like 2 days. I was like Pff! it
0: came
1: <laughs> it came down. I was like, "Wow."
0: Yeah, that yeah. was really
1: fast and just
0: that's what i want i want to be in that flow state yeah where this thing this are is flying. the place yeah and this then is the place. we set. let's set the intention right mm-hmm. let's set the intention to be in that state so that when we do we, we get in that state and we can just like produce something and create something amazing and magical yes yeah uh,
1: what's helped me the most is like Getting out of my masculine energy space because okay. the masculine in me is like work and structure, and like I'm gonna work on music for two hours and da 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 da. It's no, like right. take the day off mm-hmm. or half day off and like play and be in that feminine of just like openness and creativity and like flow. Right. And that's when it really starts to come through easily with ease because it's you're just having fun with it. Yeah. You know, it's like we're not in that logic brain where it has to be like structured and in. in Yes, it's going to be there, yeah. but, like, you know what I'm saying?
0: I think we can we, – I feel like we have good energy together. We yeah. can get in that space. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I listen to a lot of Alan Watts, and he's always talking about just just play. Like, life isn't about work. It's just just play. You're yeah. not here to work or to get somewhere the fastest. Let's just, just have fun. Have and that's fun what I'm it.
1: grateful for, Tulum, for showing that to me.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think that um, uh, I just – I miss sometimes being a kid, but then, like, I also like having the the freedom of being an adult but it's so simple just be a kid again right just just who cares what people are thinking just enjoy like when i see kids on the beach and they're just with their sand and they're just throwing themselves in the water and i'm just like yeah yeah you can have fun with they've got it figured out (laughs) yeah they we know we know what life is but then we we forget i mean now we forget we can brainwashed and do all these things
1: i read in a book um the right side or the the side of us that is like the inner child and it's really playful like our perception of time and aging is very particular because like we know we're older but we don't feel like we're older but we do but we don't Okay. you know like we can still tap into that inner child and be like fun and and playful right but like our our it's like you know how they say like oh the time just flew by all of a sudden i'm like 30 and like i i just remember being 12 yesterday right you can like tap into that so easily it's because our other half of our brain it doesn't perceive time it does not exist
0: oh yeah yeah so
1: it'll always, we're, we have that ability to tap in.
0: Tap, tap, tap in.
1: Have you done tapping? No. I just every morning. What is that? It's part what? of my self care ritual. What is that? I tap my crown, I tap my third eye. So this is part of, um, I don't know if it's like quantum healing but I think it, it's like alternative healing practices um, but pretty much like tapping it helps, um, it helps create new cells and helps boost the immune system also and it helps calm the nervous system so i tap my face in the mornings i tap my throat chakra i tap my heart um as soon as i wake up and just like tap my belly this helps you know with the gut. if you have got indigestion issues like just tapping really mm. helps calm the nervous system but yeah i
0: love tapping yeah that makes also sense because you're bringing awareness to that area mm-hmm. you're bringing a sensation of vibration so you may yeah i mean also doctors do that right when they when they tap you they try to see like where you're at um yeah i think there's man there, there's just so much that we aren't taught as kids as growing up that there are so many ways to to tune yourself i wish there was an instruction manual for the human body. i mean i know everyone's different and we all have our own bodies but like a real instruction manual a guide for the body like all these things like tapping or like learning where your chakras are or learning where your your lines are or or, or how to how to hear yourself in a certain situation or or maybe we already know
1: Maybe that's the new earth being built for the new schools and the new ch- indigo children that are gonna come in and we'll be able to create that for them, right? Like maybe that'll be the new way of learning.
0: Indigo children, I've heard that before, what is that? Well,
1: it's like the new the new age, you know? It's like this is the newer age. It's like they're, they're just indigo children, the children you know? of the light. They're born into like this completely different world where industrialization it was like we're beyond industrialization we're in we're beyond technology like now we're really tuning into like our superpowers
0: and like our superpowers yeah i think that technology also hinders our superpowers it's a dance dance it's both it's it can both.
1: Inha- like we can enhance some things but when overused which anything i going back to being imbalanced like when you over underuse things like it creates an imbalance So over overworking with technology it can totally true. take take from our essence just like if we don't use it utilize it you know but
0: i think for example like a pencil is technology right a pencil allows you to transfer ideas mm-hmm. to something that can transcend your thoughts and you can share it with someone else that's not maybe there at the same time as you but also if it w- to me i believe that if, if it wasn't for technology maybe we would have and ab- we would have developed more abilities maybe we can do some kind of telekinesis where we can talk to each other you know through our minds where we don't really need cell phones like we have cell phones that's technology but imagine if we can use our brain waves to telepathically have a conversation with each other but technology limits that
1: i mean that's why i like to loom I don't have to worry about like doing things. It just happens.
0: Right. We, yeah. <laughs> this is that, like that,
1: that frequency of this land and being in places like this that are so tapped into the five D like, this is a, this is a very high vibrational space mm. where I don't, I literally was in a meditate. I was in yoga the other day and I'm meditating at the end and I'm just thinking of my girlfriend. I'm like, Oh my God, I haven't talked to her in so long. And like, I miss her, and I would just. I'm sending her love, and I hope she's doing good. I open my phone, boom. Hey, mama, how you been? I'm like, wow. My point exactly, you know, so that happens to you, right? He, all
0: now, I want to say only in Tulum, but ever since I've came, ever since I got to Tulum, it's been happening. Where, yeah, I mean, I've been to in Tulum for a long time, but when even when I went home for a, a week, it happened to me back home when I was in New York City, and and then I came back, but. I think Tulum definitely opens you up to the possibility. So what do, what do you think that is? What do you think that energy comes What's so magical about Tulum?
1: I mean, have you looked at all of the sacred sculptures around us and the pyramids and like right. <laughs> all of the amazing, amazing cenotes that we're like living on? Okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah, this is so, yeah. super duper sacred land. I mean, they say that... The Mayans, like they, this was the last. This whole area up here, in north of Tulum was the last structures that they built before they just wiped off the land.
0: Really, mm-hmm. so they so disappeared. The Mayans mm-hmm. disappeared.
1: That's what I heard from the grapevine. It could uh, be yeah, gone. But like know. they built all of the the pyramids up north, right here, right, yeah, yeah. Um, the the sacred sites, and then like that was like the last stuff that they built before they just kind of like left. And no one knows if they were just extraterrestrial, like they just they went going? off or if they got killed off, like it's just gone.
0: They're gone. No and, one. This,
1: and these were the smallest ones that they built as well.
0: Right. Wow. Yeah, I think, uh, what is it, Chichen Itza is now a wonder of the world. Yeah. Mm, I still haven't been. Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh.
1: I actually met a older, it's funny because I, um. I was there and all these people were selling and like the locals, like the families literally live off of their sales and they have so many things for sale there. It's like they're selling all these like little nicks and knacks. And I walk up to a table and it was an elder woman. And I just for some reason I looked at her and I thought to myself, I'm going to buy something from her. I'm supporting her today. All of a sudden I see this little casing and I pick it up and it's made of leather and it has an art piece on it. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, my oil fits perfectly inside of this little keychain and um there's these little leather bags like tiny little leather bags and I ended up buying all of them from her that day and I made a custom order for my community cuz I work with essential oils and now I've been back and forth with her in communication to buy these artisanal products that they're making and supporting a local family you know and like yeah. it may she gets so excited <laughs> she calls
0: me every month like do you need another order
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know and like yeah, yeah. it's really special
0: Ah, it's beautiful i like that yeah can you uh hold on a second <laughs> so uh let's yeah tell us about your essential oils i mean you you uh put some on my palm in the beginning and oh my god it smells so good
1: yeah you can still smell
0: yeah i can still smell some it. Of it right yeah even with this wind i can yeah. st- it's like still there yeah. yeah yeah
1: it's they're rad they're they're game changers i first off i had no idea
0: We'll put them right here. Put How essential
1: out. oils let's pull some out. Let's see. I got cold. So what I brought today was for my my own knee pain because I, I got into a little scooter ding. Um, so I brought these because these were the first two that I was introduced to with oils because um, I for years had a recurring knee injury and I was a trainer and I was teaching with a limp at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and my friend gave me frankincense and deep blue. Um, This is a blend of oils and then this is a single oil. This is a resin. They source this in Somalia, in Africa. This is one of the highest vibrational plants and and trees that you can work with. Um, And it helps with inflammation, helps with pain, it helps cellular regeneration. Um, I didn't believe it at first. I was like, yeah, there's no science, there's no evidence. Like Western medicine doesn't talk about this, blah, blah, blah. I needed to get out of my own head in my own construct to really understand the power of plant medicine because this is what we were gifted with Mm -hmm. and so this works on a cellular level on a mental way it like helps calm the nervous system so copaiba this is like a resin also that comes from brazil this works like a cbd and so you can put a few drops in your tongue. You can apply it on your skin. It helps also with inflammation. It helps with the nervous system. So I brought oils that are just supporting my my injury right now. Um, but these also work really good for like just sleep, better sleep, making me feel better. I use it on my skin um, if I have like any scars. So it's, it's really cool. Like I've transformed my entire medicine cabinet cleaning cabinet um first aid kit my self-care regimen i use oils as deodorants i use oils for my hair masks my face masks my digestive issues um and and i've started working with them about four years ago because i understood that this is ancient medicine
0: right this is what we used
1: before the pills existed
0: <laughs> so yeah. how do, how does how does the oil get made, is it just is extracted from the plant?
1: So they distill them. Mm -hmm. They are extracted from the plant. So pretty much uh, depending on the kind of plant, because you source oils from the um, like the resin, the root, the stem, uh, the bark, the flower, the seed, uh, the the leaf, um, each one is different. Like they use a heat distillation method or like a cold press extract method and uh, it pulls out the oil and then they pretty much bottle it up. Mm. Um, oils will last, they're usually last about like four or five years minimum, especially when they're not like exposed to high heat, which is why they're in these dark bottles
0: five years. That's really good.
1: Yeah. They last a long time. I think this expiration, I don't even know it's expirations, but, um, I mean, I go through a bottle depending on the bottle, but usually a few months. Um, frankincense I use a lot. This is, so this is the oil that was gifted to Jesus when nice. he was born. What? what? Yeah.
0: What is that called? Franken?
1: Frankincense. So frankincense. just close your eyes and okay. smell it. Hold on. Tune in with it. It's a super masculine scent. It's very grounding. It's very earthy.
0: Wow. It's good.
1: Yeah. They call it the holy oil. So when I put it in my water, it's like I'm drinking holy water. <laughs> <laughs> um, not all oils are created equal. And that was something that I learned through this company, through doTERRA. I was just going to
0: ask you that. Yeah. How do you, how can you tell?
1: So I used to get them from whole foods and from different stores. And then the, I learned through doTERRA, um, there's no regulation of essential oils. So the FDA doesn't like test this or, or really look at it because it's considered a cosmetic. Um, pretty much it's like competition with the pharmaceutical company. So they're always going to stay like in that category. Mm -hmm. Um, but pure, pure, pure essential oils, they are, they have the ability to go inside of our bodies. We can take them internally. We can apply them topically. We can also obviously smell them. They are aromatherapy, but most companies are going to dilute them and mix them with fillers, adulterate mm. the oils, fill them with chemicals Ugh, and then profit. I don't know if you're the kind of person that I was where I used to buy lavender scented detergent um, sprays Febreze um, you know, hand soap, everything smelled like lavender but I didn't even know what real lavender smelled like until I got pure lavender from doTERRA yeah. and I was like wow it smells way better than all these synthetic versions because what companies do since they can't patent a plant right (laughs) they make a synthetic version in a lab and then they're like oh it's the same thing it's lavender like same constitution Mm. but it's not yeah so it doesn't have the same effect on the body
0: yeah well i also heard montesano is trying to start panning crops or anything but anyway that's another story gmos gmos exactly
1: that because it's all genetically modified it's not real anymore
0: yeah yeah exactly um yeah that's that's so crazy um i was gonna say something so oils how like so how, i mean how do i know for example i buy this and i say oh okay this is better is there a, there's no really no way to tell kind of you kind of
1: there's like a couple companies that i would recommend the one that i do recommend and i work with is doTERRA because i started doing research after i was shown these oils i was like okay let me see what other companies are out there and doTERRA the way that they've created their business structure and the oil structure and harvesting the oils. It's very sacred. They work with farmers and agriculturists all over the world. Mm -hmm. Um, They source in over 40 countries and they do third party testing. So they test all of their oils, about 40 different um, tests to make sure that we're getting 100% pure oils because we are applying it topically and it is safe enough to take internally. So they created their own standard um, to make sure that they are meeting at least some sort of standard for people to be working with them um working with the question
0: do you think um because i was listening to this one guy on youtube Mm -hmm. um this this doctor guy but he was saying how actually oils sometimes can be more beneficial than water in a sense where when we when we drink water it's good for us but like for example when your skin is dehydrated he was saying it could be because you're lacking water, but it could also be because you're lacking certain oils in, in your body. Because the, when your skin, for example, it's oily, like mm-hmm. it, your skin lubricates itself with oils, your hair oils, your joints yeah. with oils. Um, what do you think about that?
1: That's why fats are important for our diet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I got to say about that. Right. Fat, the fat free diet in the 90s is no. like such a shitty so phase bad. that like companies came out. Anyway, I could yeah. go on nutrition topic. Um, but you know, oils are important for us to use, um, this. So that's a great question because like, for example, if you are applying, um, an oil on your skin and you accidentally get it in your eye, water isn't going to take it off. Oil is going to pull it out. Mm. So like you mix oil, oil with oil, mix water and oil don't mix. Mm -hmm. So yeah, sometimes water can just like sip through, but then the oil's actually going to, it's slower to absorb and it, and it stays in the skin longer. So, um,
0: yeah, it stays in your skin longer, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, well, does, does the oils get absorbed like within like the fats of the cells?
1: So it goes into the skin. So okay. it's uh, your, your skin is the biggest organ It absorbs everything and it absorbs 50 to 60% of everything you apply on your skin. Yeah. Yeah. So like all the sprays, chemicals, anything around in our environment, which is really important. Why our homes to not have toxins. So even living out here, I don't use any fabuloso, no Clorox, no chemicals, no, like I'm hardcore essential oils for cleaning, for mopping, for internal use. And I actually created a course that was when I, when I came here, I was like, all right, music, water and oils. Um, I realized that no one really has a course on how to use oils for lifestyle
0: so do you you clean with oils yeah but like do you do you
1: my own hand sanitizer my own cleaning spray my own mopping like for the bucket yeah
0: oils so you put oil oil in like the water bucket yeah Ah, lemon
1: oil citruses it's a degreaser Ah. Um, there's a blend of oils for immune support so i use on guard that's actually so when i had my explant surgery the doctor approved me not to take antibiotics and instead i took oils internally what? Yeah.
0: What a nice doctor. Best doctor ever. Where was this? Miami. Miami. He gets Miami? it. Miami. Uh, he gets shout it. him out. Shout him out. Doctor
1: Dev Aquaplastics. <laughs> he's. I've getting I've given him a lot of referrals. A lot of people have worked with him ever since. Yeah. Um. But I'm grateful for him because he gets it. Like he knows that there's alternatives and he's not super closed into that. And I don't want to mess with my biome anymore. I don't want to take antibiotics unless like mm. I absolutely need it. And I've tried every single other alternative. Right. It's like that's like my last resort. Um so yeah, I take oils internally and veggie caps and I do a lot of education on my social media and in reels and TikTok on how to use oils for lifestyle and I help people learn how to do it. So that's been my my side project right now these last few months is creating a course to give you like just short, easy ways that you can clean with the oils, swap out easy medicines, uh, cabinet swaps for skin care, for digestive care, for sleep, just like common things that we typically use over the counter synthetic stuff for that right. we just don't need. We don't need exposure to these toxins.
0: I know. I think that. Yeah, I think I would also like to have some of these oils, maybe in some of these zero waste places and stuff like that. Yeah. That'd be such a good idea. Yeah. People can just 100 percent. they need.
1: yeah, less toxins less products like if you can diy stuff and use nature like why not yeah you know it's changing our lifestyle though it is it it is thinking outside the box because i think a lot of us are conditioned like you feel sick go to the doctor oh you need um blah 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 like go to this store and go to this pharmacy clean
0: or buy some cleaning supplies and you have a cleaning for this cleaning for that cleaning for so many things a different product for so many but you can use certain products for example I, i use um like vinegar like apple exactly. cider vinegar or like the white vinegar to clean yeah. you can clean and it cleans everything yeah
1: just add a little bit of oils it makes it small amazing no
0: chemicals just mm-hmm. vinegar vinegar will clean everything you can add some oil to that and yeah. help with that and yeah do it yourself and it's it feels so much better especially when you're you know when you're eating something that's that's more natural and more more pure we were talking about this the other day and you know yes maybe it might be a little bit more expensive but you you use less of it and you feel better with it. Yeah. You, you don't need a lot more of, of this toxic thing.
1: I had a cleaning lady in my house the other day. She tried to pull out the fabuloso. <laughs> she tried. See. Like I walked in and it was the bucket was like upstairs on the other side of my apartment. I'm like, no, there's chemicals in my house. Like it has to go right now. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm so sensitive now to synthetics. And I'm just like, I don't want exposure to any of it. Because if you're walking around your house barefoot, I mean, I did this, you guys, for years. I did this you guys to you. <laughs> I did this for so long. I'd clean my bath with comet with bleach Mm, i'd let it soak my dad does scrub it clean rinse it and then i'd fill it up with water and bubbles and lay in it uh take a bath you know it's like clean your floor with clorox and then you walk around barefoot you clean your counters with disinfecting spray to make sure you're getting all the germs off but then you're actually absorbing all these chemicals into your skin because you're touching it I actually, same. Yeah, uh-huh. go ahead. No, same thing with hand sanitizer, hand sanitizer ever since the pandemic started has been the most toxic thing for our bodies. It is an endocrine disruptor. It, it harms our th- thyroid, our hormonal system. It imbalances us. And it's the last thing that we need to be using. Like super bugs are being created because we have so many antibacterials and, and antibiotics. So use plant-based products that are antiviral antibacterial and actually support our body's immune system not destroy it
0: i hate going into a, somewhere market or a store and they make you put the antibacterial i thing say in. no every time yeah i say no so even like when i go into like a chidrari and then like they scan me and they're like okay and i pretend to <laughs> yeah i pretend to get the, the i'll thing. give you
1: one i have i have it on guard one Okay. that you can have so you can always have it with you yeah yeah. yeah. it's in my keychain like i always have one
0: it's so crazy i mean they also talk about for example like the lysol it kills 99 point something percent of, of germs but then like the ones that survive are also the, the worst ones too and you're killing off the good things with the bad things yeah you're mostly killing off the good stuff yeah and it's just like this fear of uh ah uh, we're living in fear
1: We're not designed to live like that. Like get dirty, get your feet in the mud. Like children are meant to be playing outside if your kids are, you know, and whatever it's, I don't wanna put that on anyone, but like if if our children are always in boxed up homes, not exposed to anything, the minute that we do, we're gonna get super sick because our bodies aren't exposed enough to to have a strong immune system anymore. So it's doing our bodies a disservice and it's not allowing us to evolve how we should. Yeah.
0: I had seen this one guy post that not a single country in the world has, has taken this oper- this COVID situation to talk about health to talk about how to improve health right. Yeah. It's all about no no stay home stay protected don't talk to anyone blah, 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 all these things, but no one has really said hey like let's educate people on yeah. health like why is that yeah I mean, I mean we know why we know I why we know why that is
1: social media I'm grateful for those that are on this path to share wellness and share health and you know we all have different opinions and whatnot but i think that we're all stepping forward and, and sharing our lifestyle and sharing hey this is how i do this this is what i do this is what works for me and giving people the opportunity to find alternative ways um i think this that's is also a big
0: wake-up call for people to to realize that that you know we need to be honest with ourselves and and look at the information from uh, from the, a, a good from an outside point of view, and not just say, "Well, this is the way things are," because information is always changing. And and to blame people and to get mad at people for for things that you don't agree with, it's not the right not the right approach. Yeah, it's you know?
1: so easy to do this, and you're wrong, and you did this, and you did that, and da 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 da. And my way is right, and. I think that goes back to like separation and division and like, why not listen to each other? Why not agree to disagree sometimes? Like that's okay too. Like we obviously are multifaceted humans and we all create our own reality in our own way. So, you know, you have the freedom to live as you wish, you know, it's your, it's your life.
0: Or do we have the freedom?
1: I do me, you do you boo.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Nice. I like that. Yeah. All right. I think, uh, do you want to talk about anything else? Um, What, uh, what are you what are you passionate about? What are you enthusiastic about? Everything we just talked about. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um wow, yeah. I mean, this is my dharma. This is this is my path. Um music is definitely something that I think I'm getting more comfortable um putting out there and I'm grateful for Tulum because I don't think many people in Miami even knew that I did music. And then most people in Tulum know that I do music and they know me more for music than anything else. And so it's really beautiful to be in that space right now where I can, um, just feel more open and more free to just be myself and, and share and explore the things that I want to explore because in the U.S., I felt so like I have to follow this path and this work and do this and do that. And it's like, yeah, creative freedom you know
0: i think tulum gives you that space to just be yourself where people aren't really judging you they're they're kind of uh, supporting you they they're collaborating with you they want to because people come here with their own projects and their own needs and their own their own desire to get better or to work on certain things so they're not here coming from a judgment point of view they're like hey like if you want to you know take photos on the beach like go do it if you want to dress up like a tuluminati and, and like show yourself up, go go right ahead do yeah. it amazing good for you
1: yeah i love that about tulum and um yeah so those that's what i'm really passionate about is just working in in these high vibrational um with these tools and in these spaces that you know, just hold space for myself and for others that want to explore that with me and, and have fun with it, you know.
0: Yeah. Would you want to work with people on some projects on some other things or?
1: Yeah, I'm actually very open with music and doing that. Um, right now, my my mission is to really launch this oils course that I'm going to mm-hmm. be doing. So I'm simplifying it and and, you know, creating this program and just kind of automating that system a little bit more so that I can play more and do bigger events. Nice. Like I really enjoy doing events and I've been doing a lot with Soulful Sundays and, and with Justin and that community to bring more awareness and education. And I love I love that I've been able to fuse it all together and Tulum's really allowed me to do that, like with sound and aromatherapy mm. and doing water blessings and like combining them all together. So I it's like super that. special. Yeah, you have to come to one of my experiences. Very right, cool. Yeah.
0: So where can, is there, is there going to be a, a website for your course? Yeah. Yeah.
1: So my site is FeedMeHealth.com and I'm going to be revamping that when I finish this. And just I'm kind of like bridging all of my courses back together. Uh, lunafast.com. If anyone wants to fast with us, we host it every new moon. Right now we are on day one of mm-hmm. our fast. So we start water on Sunday
0: okay.
1: um, and yeah. Any questions, uh, education. It's usually on my my channel, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram. Uh, those are the main three ones that I use feed me health and, uh, yeah, I'm here to answer any questions. I work with private clients also, um, usually like three months, average two to three months, uh, to really help them. My specialty is more in like weight loss and helping have a healthier relationship with food, but it's all stemmed from self-love.
0: Okay. Yeah. That's self-love. That's what it's all about, right? That's where it's at. (laughs) All right, cool. Well, thank you for being on the podcast. Um, thank you for picking this amazing location. With the, oh my God. <laughs> we've been facing the wrong direction the whole time <laughs> we have
1: but we know everyone's getting a great uh, everyone's view. everyone's
0: watching us so, <laughs> yeah they're they're like enjoying wow it's so beautiful it's so calming it's not too windy today
1: thank you for having me and thank you for doing this
0: it's like yeah. It's beautiful yeah yeah i'm trying to get people's story out people's stories out and to the world and here in tulum and creating this community of people and yeah, hopefully, I mean, people who are on the podcast can also see my other guests and a lot of you are have the same mindset. Right. So, yeah, maybe you can eventually create a community together and make something happen. That's that's maybe where I can take it.
1: You know, I think we are. Yeah, I think Tulum is not that big. <laughs> you know, I, yeah. I think a lot of the people that I've seen so far on that you've like posted about, I'm like, oh, like that's I know that person. I know this yeah. person or oh, I didn't know that person, maybe. You know, we all have what you're saying. Like we have similar gifts, and like you are creating that too by just being you and putting us all together in, yeah. in, in your podcast. So, Who knows? Thank you. Who
0: knows the future of the yeah. podcast? Where it can lead us? And yeah, because I'm I'm super social. I'm a connector. I like meeting people with similar mindsets. And totally. yeah, maybe eventually, you know, we can do like a uh, after like a uh, maybe for an anniversary, we can do like a reunion of all the guests.
1: It'd be beautiful. Um, yeah that's what <laughs> i do just a really of cool
0: activation yeah an activation where everyone that was on the podcast can come and we can talk and c- connect network, network and network, share yeah and look out for that next year what what is it where are we april yeah i don't even know what month this is tulum <laughs> <laughs>
1: time is irrelevant yeah, the time road. does not
0: exist here or it definitely manifests itself very different
1: very different and i'm grateful for that yeah
0: all right well if you're still here thank you for listening and thank you for being my guest thank you for having me all right and we are done peace 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 peace